Welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And welcome back to Adam's Rib, episode 19. My gosh, 19 episodes Dude, already. We're doing it. We're doing it. This episode, we will be talking about sowing and reaping. Definitely, mm. I think, a really important topic. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think people don't truly understand or grasp the concept of sowing and reaping. It's not mm-hmm. just about, oh, if I pay my tithes, I'll be blessed. Mm-hmm. It's much deeper than that. It, goes it really way is. deeper than that. So deep that the Bible contains actually several references to sowing and reaping. And overall, sowing and reaping is basically the law of the natural and spiritual world. Mm-hmm. It's basically used to bestow God's blessings on you. And it also implies a weight and a patience. We talked about patience in the last episode. Yes, so go back to that. But <laughs> I do feel like that a lot of women, Christians, what have you, they can tend to hold on too tight to what they have when it would just be wise for us to just let some of that go Mm -hmm. and to just plan it for the future benefit. Releasing is biblical. Hoarding and holding on is not biblical. Yes. Yes, I agree with that. Um, I like where you mentioned the whole point of it involving a level of patience, a waiting process. Um, I was, as I was doing my research and everything I was reading and they talked about, um, when a farmer sows, like when he plants his seeds and the process, it's a very extensive process. I'm certainly not going into all the details of it, but <laughs> the one thing that that was made very clear is that once the seed is planted, there's a time frame before you can actually reap from the harvest. Mm-hmm. I mean, depending on what you plant, it could take up into up to a year before you can actually see growth or cropped or something like that but once you get it you end up reaping more than you even sown originally right and so you know people we get so antsy we just want to do something like right now we want something right now like if i say i want this i should get it right now yeah and we've we've lost the appreciation for waiting mm-hmm. and we've lost the impo- we've lost the, the 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 importance for it like you don't understand how in it's so important to just take your time sometimes you don't always have to be in a rush and certainly when you talking about this whole thing of sowing and reaping if you rush the crop if you rush rush the growth process you have no idea that you're messing up the end result in the harvest anyway exactly because i mean i'm i'm do not have a green thumb. I've killed so many plants in my time. Girl, I don't even buy them. It's a waste of time. <laughs> All because I wasn't patient or I'm overwatering it, mm-hmm, you know, what mm-hmm, have you. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that you reference the farmer because, like you said, and like I just said, sowing does imply a weight. Mm-hmm. And nothing good grows overnight. Nothing. No, Name not me one all. thing and then we can talk. <laughs> okay. And so when the Bible references the ministry to planting, watering, reaping, it's suggesting a length of time. Mm-hmm. And God will bring forth fruit to his glory in his time. But until that happens, we need to faithfully labor in his field, kind of like the farmer, mm-hmm. and knowing that at the proper time, we will reap what we harvest if we just simply don't give up on it. Yeah. So like you said, it may take a year, two years, what have you, to have a whole farmland or a whole 
you know, lifestyle of blessings. And also keeping in mind, too, Jess, that every season is not a harvest season. Yes. Some seasons are meant for sowing. Mm -hmm. Some are meant for watering. Some are meant for harvesting. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, the foundation that you're planting this seed in also has to be the right and good foundation as well. Because Mm -hmm. if you're planting these seeds, but your intentions or your spiritual house isn't right, then guess what? Those seeds that you're planting were never going to grow. Yeah. So if I'm planting some like split seed literally down to the ground, that's not going to grow anything because mm-hmm. the, the, the ground is not right. That seed is not right. Mm-hmm. And it says in the Bible that God sends the sun and the rain to the just and the unjust. It says that in Matthew 5, verse 45. However, sometimes his blessings may come more specifically to those of his choosing, such as Isaac in the Bible, for example. In Genesis, it says that Isaac sowed a crop and received a hundredfold in one season because the Lord targeted him for a blessing. And in Galatians 6, 7, it says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. So there are going to be natural consequences to our actions. And the world operates under the law of cause and effect. So there's really just no way around it. Every time we choose an action, we also choose the consequences of that action. If I'm choosing to sow something, I'm choosing to intentionally going to reap the benefits of the harvest. If I'm choosing to be selfish or not be patient, what have you, then the consequences are obviously going to be detrimental possibly Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. Well, and I like what you said. It is people don't realize it's a choice yeah it's a choice if i choose to sow this i'm choosing to accept any consequences that come as a result of what i've put out there it's it's almost like manifestation Mm -hmm. like if i keep saying this if i keep acting on this if i keep speaking on a certain thing and putting my thoughts and all my energy into a certain thing you that's what you're asking for even if that's not really your desire, that's what you're asking for. Where you put your energy, where you, where, where you, the actions and what you speak on, what you think on, that's what you are, in essence, sowing. Right. So that means that if this is what you speak, if this is what you do, you are also accepting whatever consequence that comes along with it. So if I'm speaking all the time, if I'm always dogging somebody, downing somebody, tearing a person down with my words, that means that I am okay with when somebody goes and does it to me. Mm. And in and in addition to that, you don't get the you don't get to complain on it. You don't get to run your mouth. You don't yeah. get to start yelling and throwing fits because well such and such was talking about me. Right, but you <laughs> were talking about them. Right. So why <laughs> and her mad? mama, right? right. Why are you mad? Like, what, yeah. what you mad for? You don't get to do that. Yeah. Like it's almost like a it's like a it's contradictory. Yeah. Literally, it, it, I mean, it's, it, it's literally you have to be confident in whatever you choose, whatever you choose. Just choose it and be confident about it. Yeah. And you be open and willing to take whatever comes with that package. Exactly. And just to add on to that, people who sow anger should expect to receive what anger naturally produces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like what you literally just mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. So, for example, those who plant apple seeds should expect an apple harvest. Yep. Yeah, like it's 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 not a hard concept. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this concept is not hard, but for some reason, I think it's just a difficult concept to grasp. And Galatians six eight, it says that whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Mm-hmm. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. So therefore, living a life of sin and expecting to inherit 
heaven is similar to planting weeds and waiting for roses. Yeah. It's, it's basically the same yeah. idea. Yeah. So the principle works both positively and negatively because it says in Proverbs, the one who sows righteousness reaps a sure reward, but whoever sows injustice reaps calamity. I mean, I feel like this is just so clear, cut and dry. Yeah. Uh, it's like you, you literally just like took the words out of my mouth <laughs> when you just made that point. Yeah. <laughs> like-minded individuals here. Exactly. Great minds think alike. Um, and when we reap, when we reap appropriately to what we sow, the rule is that the more seed planted, the more fruit is going to be harvested. Yes. So the Bible implies this law to our giving as well, which mm-hmm. I think is really important. Mm-hmm. This, well, I should say those who show generosity will be blessed more than those who obviously don't, right? Mm-hmm. So whoever mm-hmm. sows sparingly will reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will reap generously. Mm-hmm. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. So this principle is not really concerned with the amounts of the gift you're sowing, but with the spirit in which it is given in. God mm-hmm. loves a cheerful giver. Yeah. God loves it. Yeah. You know what? I want to back up to one thing that you said. You may mention how it's overall this is a pretty simple concept, but now I'm this is just my theory so I didn't look this up this wasn't this if you want to reference this reference it to Jessica um I have this thought though I think the reason that it's become so hard now is because like we allow all these other influences now to cloud our judgment we have lost the sight some of we've lost the 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 importance of just going to God sometimes and not needing all these extra voices in our heads. Yeah. Because the yeah. extra voices become distractions. So now we have, we're dealing with this situation where we're really trying to understand like why I can't get certain things like a relationship or something like that. And so, you know, instead of just taking this time and praying and talking to God and, and re- putting out there, sewing mm-hmm. what it is that you desire I go to I go to Shaquana and I'm talking to her. <laughs> Why does that have to be her name? <laughs> I mean, I could go to Becky. You too. got some regular friends named Jessica. Do you even I, know? Shaquana? I mean, honestly, I, I don't not. even know a Shaquana, but it, it just sounded good. Um, <laughs> but I can go to Becky. I can go to Erica. I can go to Lindsay. But then, what if Lindsay, Becky, Erica, and Shaquana are telling me? everything that God didn't want me to Mm -hmm. hear. Mm -hmm. So now I'm basing my actions and my decisions now off of what my friends just said, but I completely lost sight now of what God is saying. And you're sowing into them. And And now I'm sowing into them and I'm not sowing into God. So now it's time to reap and I'm reaping from the crowd of girls who really don't know any better anyway. They Mm -hmm. need to be praying to God themselves. And now, and then I just completely missed out on the blessing from God. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's in my opinion. That's why it's become such a hard concept because we as people, especially women, because we as women, we always want to chit chat it up with our girlfriends, which is not a bad thing. I'm not saying girl talk is not bad. I call Lindsay all the time and vice versa. But you have to be selective about who you're going to, and you can't eliminate God out the equation. Yeah. Like, because one of those things, if I want your opinion, then I have to want your lifestyle. Thank so you. So if yes. I'm going to Shaquana, what have you, yes. but she's not living the lifestyle that I desire, why mm-hmm. am I going to why her? Why am I going to her anyway? Like, what <laughs> is it that she's saying? Yeah. Right. What can she tell me that would benefit what I desire? Yeah. So just be careful with those outside influences and don't go and eliminate God out of this because that's the main source anyway. Mm-hmm. And I also want to point out that you're going to reap more than what you sow. Yes. Because the law of sowing and reaping is related to the law of multiplication. Mm-hmm. So Jesus spoke 
of a seed that brought forth the 160 or 30 times of what was sown. So one grain of wheat produces a whole head of grain. And the same way, one little lie can produce an out-of-control frenzy of falsehoods and fictions. And positively, on the flip side, one kind deed can result in a blessing to last a lifetime. So really... The act of sowing for the purpose of reaping needs to be done with caution because if you're not familiarizing yourself and understanding this principle, then I don't know. How can I put this? Okay, for example, a single mother working two jobs to feed her children and barely able to pay rent might question the sanity of paying tithes or making a contribution beyond her 10% required. But yet, the Bible asks us and that single mother to test God with this type of sowing. In Malachi, it says to bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this. So God gives commands and requires Christians and us as women to demonstrate that in his faith. Mm -hmm. So the good news is that God also offers promises for those who are willing to trust him. And a good example of that is in Proverbs. And it says that seeds sown in righteousness will have a sure reward. Mm -hmm. So if righteousness is required from the one that's sowing, then I feel like that implies that a Christian living outside of God's will may not expect such a positive return. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it kind of goes back to what I'm saying. If I'm sowing to someone, Mm -hmm. I have to take your opinion if I want your lifestyle. Yes. I mean, I I mean, I know... (laughs) It's just, it literally, people, it's that simple. Like, now, granted, I understand when it comes down to trying to adapt to certain things, especially in this Christianity lifestyle, it takes a lot of effort. And the effort, I think, is what people get caught up in. The effort is what people start getting scared of, want to shy away from. The process intimidates people. But you have to understand Living a life for God is really not that hard. It's not you. If anything, sometimes you might make it harder than it has to be. Like <laughs> you're overthinking. Just it's okay. Um, I love the example you used about the single mom. I am her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I went through that that time where you know God was telling me to tithe, and God was even telling me to do other things like sewing in other areas with my time, with with my volunteer work. And I just remember thinking, like, I questioned God, like, why? I'm broke. <laughs> I have bills to pay. I have two children to feed. You know, I'm not complaining, but I ain't got it. Mm-hmm. So what you mean 10%? Right. I don't have 10% to give to anybody else but my babies. Mm-hmm. But God was telling me, you have to take that chance. Yeah. I have something bigger for you. You're giving me, let's just say it was $100, so you're giving me 10 but mm-hmm. the way I'm getting ready to bless you is going to like supersede that $10 anytime. Right. Like, just try. Your yeah. faith is so required mm-hmm. in in this whole concept of sowing and reaping. God's not going to require something of you if it's going to be detrimental to yeah, you. Yeah, he's not going to require something that's going to be a burden. Yeah, because I feel like I actually, I feel like God was putting in my spirit like a while ago um, to tithe more than the 10%. And, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like you, you know, I'm not like Jess. I'm not a single mom, but, you know, I still don't make a lot of money and it's just me. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I got bills just like Jessica does. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I was like, you know, oh, God, it's like I'm going to miss this money. Right. I, have, I haven't missed that money. No. I haven't. And ironically, I'm like, man, I'm actually doing okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. <laughs> I still got a roof over my head, food mm-hmm. in my stomach. I'm able to still, you know, give gifts to my friends, family, what have you. 
And kind of like what you say, you know, going out to the community more. I know you have done some speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. I like to really serve the community in different capacities, whether it be with um, students. Because like I mentioned earlier, I think in an earlier episode, I actually work at a major university. So I like to go to other organizations and work with students to be college ready and things like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I have doubted myself and saying, you know, I'm not qualified to do that. Right. And God stopped me literally in my tracks. Like, I'll tell you what you qualify for. Amen. <laughs> I will tell you what you're qualified to <laughs> yes. do. So you, you yes. do have to be faithful you have to be obedient and as i referenced earlier in galatians 6 and 7 paul made another point about sowing and reaping he said that what you sow you will reap so mm-hmm. if this is true then the type of seed sown is always is also it also counts so for example if a farmer plants corn seeds he can't expect to grow tomatoes exactly. so just like a, us as christian women when we sow time into the kingdom of god and expects a monetary return, we might get disappointed because mm-hmm. just because you're sowing that ties into the storehouse doesn't mean it's going to come back to you in that same yeah. way, in that same yeah. capacity. Yeah. So while God may bless you financially based on a servant's heart, he doesn't have to according to his law. Mm-hmm. So he very well could reward you with time or have someone pour into you spiritually. He just may place someone in your life that you needed mm-hmm. to grow spiritually. Mm-hmm. And But the, at the end of the day, you're going to be at peace with everything. You're going to be fine financially. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine spiritually. You're going to yeah. be fine mentally. That actually was an amazing point. And I know, because I can say this from my own experience, that is something that a lot of people get caught up in. They So you've gotten this idea, you've gotten the concept now of sowing and reaping, but you have a major flaw. In this whole concept, you're you have an expectation. Mm-hmm. You have right. this expectancy now that okay, this is what I'm sowing, so mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to reap. Mm-hmm. Not the case. God will bless you in whatever way He sees fit. Yeah, He may not feel like you need the monetary blessing in return, but you more or less like like Lindsay just said, you more or less need that man now to enter your life mm-hmm. to show you something that you didn't know you could that you would have. And, you know, He might bless you with a peace of mind. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just that's not good enough for me. Right. <laughs> It's good for me. It's, uh, I'll take it. Right. You know, I mean, if my ten, if my ten dollars, my ten dollar tide means that I reap a moment to myself where I'm not stressing out and mm-hmm. I'm not crying or I'm not getting ready to jump off the deep end. To me, I feel like that's greater than the ten dollars yeah. I gave. Oh, like yeah. that, that, <laughs> that goes far beyond. Money that. comes and goes. Yeah. yeah. So d- don't have an expectation on God to do what you did Mm -hmm. God's gonna do what he feels like is best for you in that season of your life yeah so and that goes I'm sorry Justin I think that goes even to you know it doesn't really have to necessarily be sewing money you could be maybe sewing into a person absolutely and I feel like even just us as women if we're dating in a relationship or whatever we may be sewing into our man all these things uh you know, I'm making all the meals, I'm mm-hmm. doing all the chores, mm-hmm. I'm driving all the kids everywhere. If you're married, you know, whatever. You're sewing all these things that, like you say, you're expecting him to do the exact same thing in return. Yep. Not even knowing that he may be sewing into you, such as working 9 to 5, maybe 12-hour shifts every day to provide for you and your family. Mm-hmm. You're not working at all. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? So, He's the one that puts the gas in the car exactly. to protect the kids. <laughs> and, you know, he can be sewing into you just by simply praying over you every night he may mm-hmm. be sowing to you in other ways so you're i feel like sometimes we tend to reap these things because of what we sown and we don't even realize it sometimes absolutely absolutely you know we hey i love that you said that sewing isn't just a monetary thing and i mean we use the example of tides a lot and since we've been recording this episode but 
be very clear sewing isn't just about tithing um i'm a, i'm a motivational speaker and i that that i'm sewing into people daily mm-hmm. like every time i talk to someone and i give them something that god's given me to tell them that's me sowing that i'm planting a seed now within them and now hopefully i get to watch it grow but i i mean the the reap may not be seeing this person do something but it may be seeing one of their children yeah grow and and they heard something that i said and i didn't even know they were listening Mm -hmm. but now they're doing something different just like with this podcast exactly (laughs) exactly so you know the expectation could get you in a little trouble it could it's actually you setting yourself up for a fail if you have this expectation of it being the exact same thing of what you sown. so Mm -hmm. you know just it's just about being open-minded yeah yeah, because even with this podcast, it's a sowing seed. You know, Absolutely. we don't get paid to do this. No, ma'am. No, sir. <laughs> we all have day jobs and we taking mm-hmm. time out of our day. And granted, I think God has opened a lot of doors for all of us mm-hmm. through the podcast because we were obedient and yeah. sowing this, this seed. But yeah. we're not receiving our reaper or harvest in the form of money. No, not at all. <laughs> it's definitely in the form of, of other areas. You know, mm-hmm. God has just opened doors with this little retreat that we're actually working on. God's opened doors for Jessica and, and opening some speaking engagements that he mm-hmm. wants women for her to pour into and, and things like that. So it was just a number of different areas. So, yeah. And I mean, for me, I have to say that coming along and become, being a part of this podcast, the the things that I've reaped, just from this time of doing this it's better than money right like i mean i've never been so happy to be a part mm-hmm. of anything in my life i've never been so consistent with anything in my life yeah when i say i am like a habitual quitter <laughs> if i don't like it mm-hmm. if it starts to bore me i will quit and when i say quit like you won't even hear from me i just stop showing up i just stop calling i stop emailing i stop texting you like what where jessica go i don't know she quit (laughs) so the fact that i get to be a part of something that really has me like i mean my heart is in this and the things that god has blessed me with since i've been a part of it there's no amount of money that could replace that i mean just the joy that i've gotten from being a part of this no money can make me this happy Girl, don't get me. Mm, don't, mm, get, don't get me started. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, this has been episode 19, Sowing and Reaping. I hope you've got some nuggets from it that you can use to sow your harvest. And I hope yes. your season's coming soon. So, yes. as always, thanks for listening. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.